coming to you from just outside of Cincinnati, technically in Covington, Kentucky, but we'll be over on the other side of the Ohio River, the Bulls baseball team playing the Bearcats. We'll give you a series preview coming up in our second segment. We'll also preview the softball team going up against Tulsa this weekend. Back home, we know there's men's golf. The conference tournament is in Brooksville. We'll lay that out for you. But most everybody is in Tulsa, at least three teams, and one that prominently is still going after the women's tennis team stunned UCF. Not only will we give you all of the details of that, but coming up here, I wanted to talk to head coach Christina Moros. Got her on the phone early Tulsa time on this Friday, and stay tuned for that. New member of the women's basketball team, also Sydney Harvey, says her official farewell, but we definitely wish her well, and we'll get more into that in just a little bit. Men's tennis is playing in Tulsa as you are hearing this. In fact, we will update the end of the show if before noon the result comes in, so just stay tuned. But men's tennis is playing in the Warren I-4 in Tulsa in the quarterfinals. After what happened yesterday, you can't help but have some good vibes about what their chances are because the women beat UCF. Hard to believe what happened, but it happened. And we were watching. You'll hear from the coach in a second, but let's take you through how it went down. Actually, before we tell you what happened in the quarterfinals, we have to go back to what happened in the first round. The Bulls were almost eliminated. They were down 3-1 to one to Temple, which was the 8th seed. The Bulls were the ninth seed. This was indoors because of the windy weather in Tulsa. And after dropping the doubles point, including their number one team, Sierra Berry and Amelie Boyd getting beat 6-1, the Bulls had to win four of the six singles matches, and they were down. Berry, the freshman, won her match easily, but Temple posted wins at the number six and the number five spot, both in straight sets. Amelie Boy losing 7-5 in her second set. So you had three balls that had to turn their matches around. Actually, Grace Schumacher won her first set. But Lara Pellisset at number three and Marguerite Timmermans at number four both lost their first sets. So the Bulls were that close to being out of it, but they both came back, won their third set 6-4, and Grace Schumacher won a memorable, and I retweeted it on Wednesday, match point that went more than a minute against Vanita Mumadi and the Bulls advanced to play UCF. Now, that was probably going to be the end of the road because just this past Saturday at home, the Bulls dropped a match to UCF 4-0. The Bulls did get a set victory from Grace Schumacher at the number one spot, but there was just no route to winning that match because you would have had to win four singles matches. And so UCF essentially had the same thing going on yesterday with, well, two major differences. Amelie Boy, the number five player for the Bulls, their former number one player, who had not won a match since March the 5th, lost against Temple 6-3-7-5, and was just 3-14 on the season. Then again, the Bulls were 5-15 as a team in the regular season. She wins her first set, but that wasn't it. Lara Pelissé, who had lost in the match just a few days ago in Tampa, a competitive first set to UCF's Jalisa Leslie, wins hers. So do Grace Schumacher and Sierra Berry. Of note, the freshman Berry, who had really got swept away by Noel Sidanova in Tampa, wins her first set. And so there's the path. The Bulls have to win four singles matches. They are losing quickly in two of them, but they are leading four of them. And all four ended up being Bulls victories. Emily Boy was unbelievable. 6-4-6-2. That was the first victory for the Bulls after UCF had a 3-0 lead and was on the verge of clinching. Then Pelissé comes through. Tight second set, she wins it 7-5. to five. The Bulls' Grace Schumacher 
puts away their top-ranked player, Evgenia Levshova, 7-5-6-4, and it's up to the freshman, Barry, who, along with Schumacher and really Pelissé, have been carrying the Bulls in their singles efforts this year. mentioned the team was just 5-15, and but those three all have winning records as individuals. They got the help this time from Boy. we got to focus on that. But yes, the Bulls still had to finish the job, and Barry, after winning the first set, was kind of on the wrong end of a 6-4 second set and was down to love in the third before putting on a show. Barry wins 6-3, to three, and in my opinion, I haven't had time to really sit back and go throughout the history books, but I'm going to say it's the biggest win in Warren I-4 history, at least the most shocking. And to discuss, here's the head coach of the Bulls. Well, definitely didn't want to just recap what happened yesterday in Tulsa with women's tennis. Wanted to talk to the head coach, Christina Moros, and we were all watching and just, even at the beginning, thinking, okay, they're still in it. And then, of course, it all ended like the way you could only have dreamed. Coach, I know it's early in the morning for you, Tulsa time, but I guess it was tough getting some sleep last night anyway, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely kind of kind of hard to, to wind down after that one, for sure. Well, let's talk about it. And, you know, you, everyone knows UCF, number one seed in the league, top 20 in the nation. And it was basically going down a similar path to what happened in Tampa, you know, less than a week ago. But the thing that was different was here we looking at Amelie Boy and Laura Pelissé winning their first sets. And everyone's going to talk about how it ended, and we'll get there, but that's where it started, right? Yeah, well, you know, we, we lost a, a doubles point, and we lost it, you know, a little bit easier than I would have liked. I thought we played doubles against them a little bit better in, in Tampa. Um, but, you know, we we knew the difference this year is or this week is we're fighting for our lives. We're fighting to live another day. And um, when Ami, you know, Ami's had a really tough year. Uh, she hasn't gotten the results that she wants, and but she can play. And she she was on that day. She she decided that you know she she really wanted to live another day. And when I saw Ami on and and Lau has been she, Lau has been super solid for us along with the top two uh, all year. So I, I definitely saw a path to victory there, but I knew we needed to take advantage of the opportunities. But, you know, I think Ami was the one uh, she actually won first. Uh, when she did that, I, th- I think it gave the, the rest that were on the court some confidence. And that's the thing. Uh, you talk about the rest that were on the court. It's not just here and there. It, it's an overall vibe. When, and I, I suppose maybe it's when Ami, as you said, wins that first set. But when did you really start to think, okay, we got something going here. This could be... Uh, this could be something. I, I mean, I really think when we had the four first sets, right. um, you know, when we had uh, Ami and then Lau, uh, Sierra won that first set, and she had lost to that girl a few days ago um, pretty pretty easily. Uh, she won that first set, and then uh, we knew Grace We knew Grace could win it. You know, I mean, she's she's our rock. You know, she finds a way to – to grind that girl down so we we definitely saw that path once we saw what the first sets were doing and oh by the way let's all before we finish up what happened yesterday remind everyone that you know it's not like you just landed into the match against UCF you had to come back against Temple the previous day lest we forget and Grace had a pretty uh, big performance in that one as well so did the comeback against Temple sort of lend to lead to more of your belief yesterday I think so. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, we're we're playing with house money right now, right. and um, you know, we're we're uh, we were down match points against Temple, and wow. there was another one, uh, Marguerite. You know, right. same same as Ami hasn't really had 
you know, a great record, a bit of a tough year, and she came through. And again, that just kind of shows that, you know, regular season doesn't really follow the postseason. Postseason, anything can happen. So, Sierra, you know, takes her, you mentioned the four first sets. Obviously, you're going to have to win all four of those matches. And Sierra ended up being the only one that had to get forced to a third set, <laughs> even though Grace was, you know, tooth and nail in her second. But, uh, Talk about Grace Aussie finishing hers off, and then it all comes down to Sierra, who wasn't exactly on a roll in the middle of the match, but what led to her turning it around. So first, Aussie, and then, of course, your freshman. Um, you know, Aussie, we match up really well against that girl. Um, you know, she, they, their, their game styles match up well, and Aussie just has this way of, of really kind of grinding her down um, as long as she kind of stays in it. Um, using the passing shots, that girl was coming in a lot. Um, and that's kind of good for her, kind of gives her a target. Um, and, uh, no, I was just really proud of her for her to be able to close that out, especially in two sets, um, how much that really helped, um, helped Sierra in the next match. And then we talked about her a lot this year, but the way she, you know, that, that spotlight stuff, that is, you're, you're not a freshman anymore. You can pull off what to me is maybe the biggest upset in in the rivalry, at least the most significant victory that I can remember. Uh, but it's all on a freshman. I guess she's not a freshman, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she's definitely not a freshman in, in game. And then you really see, you know, kind of really what's in the tank when, when you're put in that. <laughs> In that situation, especially in a conference tournament against the number one seed, you know she lost. Uh, she lost the second set, uh, making a few more errors. Uh, the other, her opponent started picking up her game a little bit. Uh, I didn't get over there until until the third. Uh, she actually went down 2-0 right. in the third, um, and then uh, won a close game at 2-1. And I think you know, kind of from there, and the changeover. We really talked about, you know, how she wants to 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 remember this match and, you know, what what she really wants to do and kind of accomplish. And she zoned in. And for a freshman to have that kind of poise, we saw a similar thing with with Lauda Pelisser, uh the day before, who who had the clinch on her racket. Uh, we we just handled that moment really well in the past uh, past two days, where they were they were in the right state of mind, positive, um, you know, kind of calm, but intense, uh, just really, really proud of Sierra. Um, you know, she grinded some stuff out, some points, uh, made the girl miss, used her serve, uh, used her athleticism. She came in at one point and hit this amazing backhand volley. You could just see the confidence. It was kind of like, um, you know, really that that uh, that confidence building and and her almost like her bursts out there of, hmm. of really like I've arrived, and um, that was just really special to watch. You're not kidding. And then two more things. First of all, I couldn't help but notice the loud applause in the background, and of course the team is watching. But that includes the men's tennis team. How much did you appreciate their support? Yeah, I mean they were great, and the men came out the day before. Right and watched us and you know we played indoors and it was they were even louder yeah. in there just because it was indoors and no they it, it meant the world to us that they could come out and, and cheer and, and and be there for our girls and the coaches as well um no it was just a lot of support i know they're about to start in about 20 minutes we're we're unfortunately gonna kind of be a little selfish and and hang back to get ready for our match later since they're playing so early but you know we're definitely cheering 
them on in spirit. Oh, I get that approach. And after all, now that wins over UCF and tennis are old hats, I mean, you just assume they're going to win. Uh, and then finally, seriously, <laughs> you're, you're the coach. All right, tell me how you're going to get your team and take them from uh, beating their rival in, in and forget their rival just in such an important situation to having to turn around and be completely focused on a very good Memphis team because uh, you haven't exactly won the title. It felt like it for, in spots yesterday, but there's still a lot more work to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted them to really enjoy the win yep. um, last night, but, you know, waking up today, knowing that we we have some work to do still. And, um, again, we're, we're trying to survive a, another day. And we played Memphis in, in indoors in uh, February. Uh, I'm really excited to play them outside. Actually, I'm hoping we still play outside. The mm -hmm. wind is supposed to pick up a lot here mm. uh, in a bit. So we're, that's kind of uh, – we'll see what happens with that. But um, – Look, I mean, this this team is is proving that they they want to stay, that they want to live for another day. So, let's see if we can put in another great performance. Let's go for a double championship, men and women. This is going to be something to watch, and we'll continue to do so. Thanks for getting up and go get them today against the Tigers. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Derek. Now, as you're hearing this, the men's Warren I four is taking place. We will discuss that when we come back. We'll also give you a preview of what else is going on with baseball taking on Cincinnati, the softball team in Tulsa, which could be interesting with the wind, and men's golf playing for a conference championship back home in Brooksville. Stay tuned. This is Bulls Beat.